Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to The No Spin News, Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. Stand up for your country. Well, the best election coverage in the USA continues this evening. And once again, I want to mention we've had a surge of premium members, and uh, I don't exactly know how that's happening. We're trying to track it down. But for the last month, I mean, we knew Christmas that people were given... uh, concierge and premium membership as gifts. But now it's way after Christmas and we're still getting this surge. Now, I think it's word of mouth about our election coverage because I pledge to you, we will have the best coverage. It's not even going to be close. If you see anybody close to us, I want to know about it. All right. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Anyway, we continue our coverage with an overlooked story that should not be overlooked. And it happened yesterday. And it's hello. Michelle Obama. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So did you ever hear this guy, Jay Shetty, S-H-E-T-T-Y? He's got a podcast on purpose. Now, Jay is an Englishman, former monk, uh, podcaster, uh, life coach, whatever. Okay. And he's got a pretty big following. He sells some books. Um, And Michelle Obama goes on his podcast for one hour and five minutes. Now, Michelle Obama has nothing to sell. Doesn't have a book, not hanging around with Oprah, not doing anything. She shows up on Jay's podcast. There has got to be a reason why. Michelle Obama is a tough book. Very difficult to get her. She doesn't do anything on whim. It's all calculated. Okay. 
So she goes on this podcast and she says this. Go. What's going to happen in this next election? I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit. It affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, does it really even do anything? And I'm like, oh my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. Well, number one, I don't believe the government does everything for us. I think the less government, the better, which is why I'm a traditional guy. But um, why is Michelle Obama talking about politics and democracy? And, and I might note that uh, Biden went on Jay Shetty's podcast July 31st last year, 2023. So this guy Shetty's got cachet among Democrats, obviously. Well, here's my analysis, and it's not based on um, facts, because I don't know why Michelle Obama would take an hour and five minutes out of her day, get all dressed up. You saw her. Okay, so that's a couple hours of makeup, hair, all of that. Why would she do that? Um, I can only assume she wants to send a message. Right? Does that make sense to everybody? And the message would be, hello, here I am. Because I know for a fact that uh, Barack and Michelle Obama don't believe Joe Biden will win or should run. Okay. Now, I said on August 14th, 2023, that you should keep your eye on Mrs. Obama. Roll it. Michelle Obama could put together a coalition of minorities and women and liberal men. Nobody could beat her. Michelle Obama knows that. But at this point in history, I can't get any confirmation that she wants to do it. So let's run it down. She's um, going to be 60 years old if she decides to run. She'll be 60. She's got two grown young girls uh, who are women now. Uh, she's got a good education, Princeton. Harvard Law School. She is a fanatical Democrat. Now, I made one mistake in that analysis, but it's a mistake uh, I made because things have changed. I said nobody could beat her. That's not true now. Biden's performance in office has been so disastrous. Prices for essentials are up 17%. More than 10 million foreign nationals running around two wars, uh, one in the Middle East, one in Ukraine, that would reflect on Michelle Obama. She has supported President Biden. So as the situation gets worse for Biden, and it will get even more damaging in the weeks to come, that's attached to her. However, what I stand by is that she could put together this coalition of minorities and liberal women that would be tough to beat, particularly because Donald Trump is so polarizing. Now, um, the Democratic Convention is held on August 19th, um, this summer, of course. 
in Chicago, where the Obamas have their fourth mansion. And I don't begrudge them that, by the way. So you get a mansion in D.C., a mansion in Martha's Vineyard, a mansion in Hawaii, and a mansion in Chicago. That's pretty good. And a lot of it's because Michelle Obama made so much money selling books. Okay. So Michelle Obama is not going to run. She's not going to campaign. And if Biden resigns, it'll be late spring, early summer. And then there'll be chaos. But the convention, according to our Constitution, the delegates at the convention can pick anybody they want. If Biden resigns for health reasons, which I believe he will. And there's Michelle. Gavin Newsom killed himself, by the way. He's not even close to being in contention because he signed a law giving health care to every undocumented person in California. That's it. Once he did that, that was the death warrant for him. So he's out. And my scenario, I'm not predicting it will happen, but boy, if I had a bet, long shot bet, this is a pretty good bet. Finally. Okay. Um, the Republican Party has got to know that Michelle is, and this was just yesterday. That's when that podcast happened. They've got to know this is on the horizon. Very interesting in the weeks to come to see if the uh, Republicans start to scrutinize and criticize Michelle and Barack Obama. Keep your eye on that. And that's the memo. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. President Obama didn't do anything today. It's uh, Tuesday, so why would he do anything? Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he doesn't do anything, so he doesn't have anything, and uh, I don't even know where he is. I think he's in a White House, but who knows. Nikki Haley, 
So here's an interesting story, too. This is part of our best election coverage in the USA. So Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, as we reported and everybody else reported, uh, went into the hospital, the ICU unit, that's very serious, and didn't tell his boss, Commander-in-Chief Joe Biden. Okay. So they didn't even mention it to him. This is the Defense Secretary. Have you ever heard of anything like this? So most presidents would fire Lloyd Austin, okay? Because you can't do that. You can't not tell your boss you're in the ICU. Have your wife do it, have the press people do it, whatever. All right. But Nikki Haley, in a uh, town hall on Fox News, she wants Biden to be fired. Roll the tape. There are so many things wrong with this, but the biggest one that bothers me, when I was at the UN, we knew the intel, we knew the health of everybody in every country. They know what's happening to Secretary Austin. What bothers me is while our adversaries may know, our own president doesn't know. And Ms. Haley says uh, Biden should be fired, but you can't fire the president. You can impeach him, you can vote him out, but, you know, something like that. Okay. So um, it is weird, I have to say. Nothing's going to happen to Lloyd Austin. Biden, the Biden people, not him himself, because he doesn't address anything like that. But his people have said, no, 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 we're not going to do anything. All right. Iowa, coming up Monday. Um, we will have excellent coverage here uh, on the No Spin News and on our radio affiliates across the country. And then I will appear on News Nation that evening uh, to do the television uh, thing. Okay, so uh, Morning Council poll, Iowa. Next Monday, who do you want? This is only Republican uh, caucus voters, 353, 353 of them. Who do you want? Trump, 58. Haley, 15. DeSantis, 14. Ramaswamy, 10. Christie, 2. Hutchinson won. All right, so there's the roster. And I said that there's no way Trump loses in Iowa. And I don't even think Nikki Haley's going to do very well there. I could be wrong about that. DeSantis, I think, will do better than Haley because DeSantis put every all his money and everything in Iowa. And this time next week, DeSantis is going to have to say sayonara. It'll be interesting to see if he endorses Trump, DeSantis, because he's, he's going to be out. He can't raise money costs a lot of money to do this. And so when he gets waxed in Iowa, that's it. Now, on uh, January 23rd, Tuesday, two weeks from today, uh, there's the New Hampshire primary. So the polling here is very weird. Very weird. CNN poll, and remember where it's coming from, CNN. Okay? They have... Uh, Trump 39, Haley 32, Christie 12, DeSantis only 5%. So they have a very tight race. And we explained why. Just to briefly recap, there are a number of Democrats who can vote in the Republican primary. And massive money is going into New Hampshire to get those people to vote for Nikki Haley to embarrass Donald Trump. That's underway. It's happening. But the Boston Globe has a poll, 
and that's the primary newspaper in New Hampshire. And they got Trump winning 46 to 26 over Haley. Though I don't know. Who knows? Well, I found somebody who might know. John McLaughlin. All right. He's the uh, CEO of McLaughlin Associates polling outfit. Uh, he did 2020 Trump polling. Comes to us from Blavet, uh, Blavelt, New York, upstate. Okay, so Boston Globe against uh, CNN poll. What say you? Uh, naturally, you would think I could say that the Boston Globe that has Trump up 20 points is the better poll. But it, but it is true, because when you go into the Boston Globe poll uh, that was done by Suffolk University, they called, they used live interviewers to call voters who are likely to vote in the general election in November and then screen down for the primary. So they called the whole voter list to find out who the voters are, get a thousand people in the survey. And then they get in the Republican primary, they get uh, uh, basically a, a sample that's legitimate and it's basically 56% Republican, 44 independent, which is high. Historically, when you go back to 2016, uh, 65% were Republicans. But the difference is Republicans, they have, they have uh, uh, Trump winning 62 to 19, and they have uh, Haley winning the independents 36, 26, and Christie's taking the, uh, a good bit of the difference. Now, the difference is with this uh, uh, CNN poll, they didn't use the whole voter list. What they do is they have a panel that's done online. It's a lot cheaper. 6,750 people are in their panel. So it's their Rolodex of voters who agreed to be in their panel. And out of that panel, they got, you know, uh, uh, they got about 900 people who said they would vote in the Republican primary. And their poll is what's interesting is among Republicans, they have Trump winning 58-21 which is very consistent with polls since December that Trump is crushing Nikki Haley among Republicans. But among the independents, they have Haley at 43 and Trump only at 17, and their sample is 55% Republican and only 45% independents. But it's, the big difference is the one poll, the Boston Globe poll, is calling everybody in the registered voter list, screening likely to vote in November, and then screening for the primary. The other polls like an online sample of professional poll takers, okay. and it's done online. It. But okay, that was a good explanation how complicated the polling system is, and that people should be very skeptical when they hear the polling. Now right. you're a pro. What do you think's going on in New Hampshire? What's going on is Trump. Among the usual types of voters who vote in a Republican primary, Trump is beating Nikki Haley. And the margins are usually 15 to 20 points. Nikki Haley, to win, has to bring behavioral independents who vote like Democrats and even Biden voters in to vote against Trump. So what's going on is instead of the usual 65 percent Republican split, 35 percent independents, Haley's upping those margins to 40 to almost 50 percent if she can to get independents who don't like Trump into that primary. Now, and there's the a lot of money going into uh, Democrats oh. putting a lot of money in to make that happen. People going to people's houses, people canvassing, all of that kind of stuff, correct? Correct. In fact, we even look at it, Iowa, in December, Haley spent $12 million, her super PAC and her campaign, in Iowa to close it. And DeSantis spent $10 million. Trump only spent $3 million. And the same thing's going on in New Hampshire. In fact, last Friday, 
the the Haley campaign put sixteen million dollars into digital ads, which are hard to trace. But she's getting the money from Democrat donors, people like Reid Hoffman, who owns LinkedIn, who's funding court cases against Trump to embarrass him to help Joe Biden. So Nikki Haley has been quoted saying, "I don't care where the money comes from. I'll yeah, take it from she doesn't care. Like she's wants to win." And, now and, I I have predicted that Trump will win handily in Iowa, and I'm staying to that. And that he'll win in New Hampshire, but it'll be close. And then for two weeks, because the South Carolina primary is two weeks after New Hampshire, that all you'll hear from the media every day is that Nikki Haley is surging, that she's going to overtake Trump. Every day you're going to hear that for two weeks. That's the strategy, the overarch strategy, as far as I'm concerned. Am I going right. wrong somewhere? That's the, that, by the way, you, what proves your strategy that you're right is the fact that the media is carrying the CNN poll and not the Boston Globe poll. Absolutely. They don't want to hear Trump's up 20 points. They want That's it to right. be, and, and they're trying a, to manufacture a result. My own people didn't give me the Boston Globe poll, right. only the CNN poll. I'm going to scold right. them tomorrow, but I had to dig it out because this is what I do for a living. I have to, I have to, um, I have to be the architect of the best news coverage on the election in the country because i brag that we'll have it so i'm there this morning looking to see what else is going on and boom the boston globe poll comes up and nobody else mentioned it no i mean you're no. absolutely right about the media so the next question is with the media actively allied with the democratic party they're partners the corporate media and Fox News is in that, too, because Fox News management doesn't want Trump. They're much more uh, favorable to Nikki Haley. They hate Biden, but they'd much rather have. So Fox News is in now with all of the other corporate media. Now, when you have that kind of power and money coming from Reid Hoffman and others, okay, that's a very different scenario than we've ever had in this country, is it not? It is, and uh, but the Fox News viewers are with Trump. So that's ironic. Their audience wants Trump to win. Their audience is voting for Trump. And, it's, uh, and, the, and the audience that caught on to, uh, you know, caught on to Fox, they're moving to Newsmax and, and News Nation to watch you, et cetera, or listen to your podcast. So the great part is, the internet and the demasification of media allows the Trump campaign and Donald Trump, who's the best communicator there is, to get a message out to beat them. So like in South Carolina, where the voters know Haley and, and Trump the best, Trump's leading her as a poll that came out yesterday, 54 to 25, 29 that'll, points. That'll tighten, John. Yeah, you wait and see. That not will tighten. Not necessarily. Americans for Prosperity went in there with with a couple million dollars of ads already. That's the that's the uh, uh, Koch brothers group that is uh, you know pro amnesty and pro free right. trade with China. Right. So they're hitting us already. But you know what? The amazing thing is when you look at the Republicans in New Hampshire, Trump's beating her like five to two, and the independents. Right. Sure, you got to bring in Democrat independents, and nationally, Trump is still beating Joe Biden. He can go to Valley Forge and try to channel George Washington but he's really Benedict Arnold. The voters are really upset about this. When you're talking about Michelle Obama, 
they don't want to the voters know that the economy's not good it's getting worse not better the inflation is still high they don't believe it that it's gone down so Tr donald trump is right on the issues and we've got a big challenge because you're right the corporate media is against us and they're taking orders from the democrats and uh you know certainly there's tens of millions of dollars never yeah, trump huge, money huge money so yeah. i would like to see you or some other pollster run up a trump versus michelle poll it's too mm -hmm. early i understand that um but I, i'd like to get a gauge of where michelle obama would be if she did decide and i don't know whether you agree with me or not but michelle obama going on that podcast yesterday there was a reason for that last word well, well we've been saying that that Biden has been destroying the Obama coalition, that Trump's getting 26% of the black vote. He's winning Hispanics 47-40. He's winning younger voters. So I think they're upset about this, the Obamas, because there's been reports that he's been to the White House, et cetera. But the difference is Joe Biden is the only Democrat who's filed. He's the only one getting the delegates. They're bound when they go to the convention, and Biden doesn't seem to want to let go because yeah. he's got a it would Big be interesting problem. to see if he gets enough delegates. He's got to go to a certain number. Um, but all of that is moot, John, if he resigns, like LBJ, and says, look, uh, my health is bad. I can't do it. Thank you for being McGillivray's, but I'm going to release him to whoever you want. So it doesn't really matter. He could do that a day before the convention. I don't see him doing it. He's too busy indicting Donald Trump, trying to put us in jail. <laughs> it's just, all right. It's, uh, we have a lot. Uh, we have a, a lot on tape now, and we'll see how it shakes down. And we really appreciate it, John. Very kind of you to come on and help us out tonight. Thank you. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so um, here's another fascinating story. And John was dead on. The corporate media did not report the Boston Globe poll. And that just shows you what you're up against. You, the honest American voter. 
Okay, so now Fannie Willis, you know her. Um, she's a DA in Fulton County, Georgia, bringing charges against Trump and a whole bunch of other people for trying to uh, dissemble the presidential vote in Georgia 2020. So one of the people that is charged, a man named Mike Roman, Mike Roman, he's charged seven counts racketeering conspiracy. Well, his lawyer now uh, had told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that Fannie Willis is having a secret affair, a liaison, with the special prosecutor to get Trump. She appointed a man named Nathan Wade. Okay? So this is in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Did you hear about it? No, I bet you haven't. So apparently Fannie has paid Nathan Wade about a million dollars to go after Trump and the people she alleges helped him in Georgia. Now, <laughs> there's something wrong with that. And there, again, according to the uh, lawyer for Mike Roman and the newspaper, uh, these two, Fannie and Nathan, are running to the Caribbean. They're going to uh, California, Napa Valley. Now, if this is true and there's been no denial by Fannie, that whole thing might get thrown out. You can't do that. I don't know what the Georgia laws are specifically, but certainly there's a conflict of interest to have a million dollars going to the uh, DA's boyfriend. Just keeping you posted. Best election coverage. Here it is. Um, and let me know if you hear about that from anywhere else. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town, please. Okay. Donald Trump in court today. Washington, D.C. Uh, this is about the Jack Smith uh, situation. The special prosecutor charging Trump with a variety of uh, fraud and conspiracy. And, you know, so this is the national case as opposed to Fannie Willis' state case. So Trump says that he uh, has immunity because he was president. Uh, this whole thing should be thrown out because as president, he has a right to govern the nation. He believed there was fraud in the election, and he took steps to combat the alleged fraud. That's Trump's argument. He's president. He has the authority to combat what he felt was an illegal election. Now, in D.C., are you going to get federal judges to throw the case out? No. But, hello, Supreme Court. That's what Trump did today. The Missouri Attorney General, uh, General, Secretary of State, let me get this right, Missouri Secretary of State, man named Jay Ashcroft. He is objecting to Colorado and Maine trying to keep Trump's name off the ballot. He goes on CNN, Mr. Ashcroft does, to talk to a guy named Boris Sanchez. Boris is an anchor in daytime who's a very liberal, anti-Trump guy. He pretends to be a newsman. Yeah, you know, okay, but come on. So this is a pretty interesting 
shootout. Go. What I'm saying is, if the Supreme Court upholds the ruling out of Colorado, and what Which went to court to disqualify Donald Trump from the ballot. So you, according sir, to your state constitution, listening. would need to sir, go to court. Sir, sir, let's just be clear. First of sure. all, you've already said you're not an attorney and you don't know what happened in Colorado. I was happy I know to what happened in Colorado, that. sir. What I said was that I didn't read through all of the evidence specifically to be able to qualify whether there was hearsay or not. To get back to my question, you well, said that, that you would process. decide to remove Joe Biden from the ballot in your state. According to your state constitution, which I just read to you from, it says you need to go to court. I'm asking you what you think your strongest argument is. And I continue to try to answer your questions, and you continue to try to tell me stuff that just isn't true. That's and not here's factual, the sir. You made, you made an accusation here, about me not knowing something. I'm trying to clarify it for you. You can choose here, to answer the well, question or just continue deflecting. Okay, so... That was a waste of time. Um, the Supreme Court is going to overturn Colorado and Maine. So to talk about it as a reality that Trump's going to be de- denied the ballot spot is a waste of time. That's why we don't do it here. All right. Now, the issue of states attacking Donald Trump, that's valid. But when you have the, the liberal states attacking Trump, and then the threat is, well, if you get away with this, then the conservative states will attack Biden, try to take him off the ballot. That's just chaos. We don't, we don't want that to be happen. We don't want any of this. Now, the Supreme Court has uh, said we have a January 31st deadline. We want to have both sides from Maine and Colorado. Um, and uh, by February 5th, the court will have all the rulings, uh, not the rulings, but all of the arguments you know, I expect mid-February, and it's stayed right now. So Trump's name is on the ballot in Colorado and Maine while the Supreme Court decides. Uh, Cassidy Hutchinson. Do I have a personal beef against Cassidy Hutchinson? She worked for Donald Trump. She made accusations against Donald Trump. She got hundreds of thousands of dollars to write a book And her book debuted at number one, and my book, Killing the Witches, was number two. That's my beef against Cassidy Hutchinson, okay? That she was number one and I was number two, and I'm usually number one. The reason she was number one is that every network on television put her on, and her story was BS from the jump. So she got the book contract, and the number one position, because she got massive media attention, all right, based upon a fallacious accusation. What was the accusation? You will remember that Ms. Hutchinson said Donald Trump, on January 6th, wanted to go to the Capitol while the riot was underway, and Secret Service blocked him, and Trump pushed the Secret Service agent and tried to grab the wheel of the car. Here's what I said the day after Cassidy Hutchinson made that allegation. Go. The the most sensational charge was this uh, Hutchinson woman, Cassidy Hutchinson, saying that Trump grabbed the steering wheel in the Secret Service limo and demanded to be taken to the riot itself. And that was easily refuted and, and it was ridiculous. 
I mean, as I said, he, he would have to be the 50-foot man to have an arm long enough from the back seat where he was sitting to grab a steering wheel. It couldn't have happened. Okay, so now Hutchinson has backed off that allegation, and the House Oversight Subcommittee wants to see what documentation she had to make the allegation in the first place. And if they don't hand it over, the Hutchinson people and the book publisher doesn't hand it over, they're going to get subpoenaed. Okay. All right. So the chairman is uh, Loudermilk from Georgia. Um, Barry Loudermilk. Go get him, Barry. That whole thing was bogus. Mayorkas. All right, Homeland Security Chief uh, said publicly 70% of all the foreign nationals across the border are let go. Apparently yesterday, uh, according to Fox News, anonymous reporting, though, he told, Mayorkas did, Border Patrol agents themselves, 85% of every migrant that crosses into the United States let go in the wind. 85%. I believe it. I believe it. 85%. Smart life. How about the dentist? I hate it. I got a good dentist. All right. And I like them. But I hate going. But I go. I try to go twice a year, teeth cleaning and all of that. How about you? So uh, here is the data. This is smart life, by the way. Uh, 66%, two-thirds of us, go to the dentist once a year, at least, 66%. Average dentist bill for the year, $1,000. And, you know, that's co-pays and all of that stuff, 1000 bucks. Right? It's, it's substantial. Now, millions and millions of Americans don't go to the dentist. And what happens is their gums get weak and their teeth fall out. And health problems from your forehead to your toes generate from health problems in your mouth. So the smart play in the smart life segment is go to the dentist. And I'm gonna tell you one more thing. My guy uh, prescribed a new toothpaste that strengthens the gums for me. In fact, I just renewed the prescription today. It's amazing. Okay, just a dopey toothpaste. It is, it is real, and I can feel it. So there's a lot of new tech stuff. Smart life, go to the dentist. Bah, this day in history, January 9th, 1918, 106 years ago, the last battle between Native Americans and the U.S. government. Bear Valley, Arizona. Okay, the Yaquis attacked a uh, detachment of U.S. Army soldiers, firefight. Uh, the Aki chief was killed. No casualties on the uh, U.S. government side. That was the last battle. But here's what you don't know. The Native American wars lasted for 281 years in this country, by far the longest wars ever. 1609, they started when the first settlers came over. They ended in uh, 1918. Okay. And uh, the estimate casualty count 
more than 60,000 Native Americans killed, but that's low. Because you couldn't get, Native Americans took their dead and their wounded. And estimated casualties in the American army, about 15,000. That's probably accurate, right, in all those wars. Best coverage of the Indian wars uh, is Killing Crazy Horse, uh, my book. Okay, good mail segment, lively, uh, lively uh, final thought. We'll be back in a moment. Okay, let's go to the mail. I hope I'm saying this uh, name of this town correctly. Plaquemine, Louisiana. Okay, it's in Cajun country. Uh, Jerry Oldman. Bill, you said it again last night that Nancy Pelosi stopped the National Guard from coming in on January 6th after Trump requested it. For the third time, I have asked you, why hasn't she been subpoenaed to answer for that? Jerry, for the 91st time, I will tell you, no one in the Biden administration is going to do that. And the House committees don't want any publicity about January 6th. It's death for Republicans. So who on earth would subpoena Nancy Pelosi? And she'd say the same thing she said 15 times before. I never got the request. Okay. I'm not yelling at you, Jerry. It was a good question. Elizabeth. No MAGA people are not looking for revenge. We want Trump back because we need him to fix the economy and the chaos overseas. Okay, Elizabeth, I mean, you know, opinions are opinion. If you don't think some MAGA people want revenge on the progressives, okay. Mike uh, Meskimen, Lake Placid, Florida. It doesn't really matter what Joe Biden does or doesn't do. The far left will not allow Joe to quit or any other Democrat to run. No one will serve them better than Joe. But if he's defeated, then everything crumbles. But you're right about he's a captured, a willing captive of the progressive left. Bill Taylor, Leaf River, Illinois. Hey, Bill, I have a question that many viewers may have. Why doesn't the Democratic Party have a primary like the GOP? Why isn't anyone running against Biden? Because they don't have the money. You have a lot of money to formulate uh, primary challenges to an incumbent president. There's not a Democrat political action committee in the world going to give you money. Challenge Biden. It's expensive to run. That's why. Brian Porcaro, Tinley Park, Illinois. Simple question. When and if the economy returns to normal, do you think businesses will lower their prices? Look, uh, some businesses are going to have to. Under Biden, the price for essentials, the cost for essentials of life are up 17%. Now, I myself, as I'm telling you, you know, fairly consistently, uh, I'm not going to the places that are price gouging. And it's not about the money. It's just that I, I don't think that's right. So I'm not going. Now, if enough people adopt my posture, they'll have to bring their prices down. Look at gas. Gas comes down when there's the market has um, more than enough. Comes down. 
But food, it'll be an interesting thing to see. What's not going to happen is this tinier packages. You'll have to live with them forever. Evelyn McGill, uh, Aurora, Colorado. I used to live in Aurora when I worked at KMGH-TV in Denver. I'm 93 years old, a widow still driving. I pay about $1,800 every six months for car insurance. Can you help me get a less expensive policy? Uh, this is usually under concierge, uh, Evelyn. But because you are 93 and driving, I am going to give you some good advice. Your policy is expensive, but it's not crazy expensive for your age. I don't know what your driving record is. If you change, you're not going to save much money, if any. Hang tough. Usually I won't answer questions like that on this uh, mail segment for everybody. But those kinds of questions that Evelyn just asked, concierge members get a personal answer from me. All right, uh, we got the big bundle of 13 killing books that's still in play if you want a great library uh, and read about your country and Jesus and um, anything you like, there it is. So we hope you consider that. Remember, come a premium or concierge member, you get any book of mine free. Word of the day, do not be a Cretan. C-R-E-T-I-N, I I love that word. When uh, writing to us, bill at billoreilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Uh, I had to buy my kid a car, and that is the final thought in a moment. Okay, so here's the final thought of the day. Uh, My uh, urchin who went to Oxford uh, is back in the USA, and he's uh, going back to college, and he needs a car. And uh, I did very well in Oxford. Couldn't have asked for kids much smarter than I was at that time. Probably smarter than I am now. So I'm, I searched around. He told me what kind of car he wanted. I'm not buying him a new car, but pre-owned. It to be used. And I got a whole bunch of different scenarios. But I used my friend, who's a car expert, all right, to evaluate each car that we found. They're all the same model because you want a specific model. I'm not going to say what it is. but anyway, I saved $20,000 by taking the time to search for the vehicle. $20,000. And the kid loves the car. It's in great shape. I went and did it by the negotiation myself, which, you know, helps. I'm a little intimidating. But you can save a lot of money by just researching, okay? And don't be desperate. Just patient. Final thought of the day. Thank you very much for watching and listening on our radio stations all across the country to the No Spin News. See you again tomorrow.